King Crime with Jack and Katie. <laughs> Go on, finish it. Cake and Crime with us. <laughs> Welcome to episode. <laughs> Katie, what episode is this? You 11? told me it was 11. I think it's episode 11. I hope it's episode 11. Welcome to episode 11 of Cake and Crime. Je m'appelle Jack. And I'm Katie. <laughs> And I think that Jack needs to change career. Yes, I he do as well. He needs to go into beatboxing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry about that. I just oh, always God. want to try and change the opening because I've been told in the past it's not very good. But we love it, don't we, Katie? I'm not sure you made any improvements on it this week. We'll let the audience be the judges of that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so welcome to episode 11 of Cake and Crime. Katie, how are we doing this week? I feel like we've been lagging with recordings recently. It's your turn to tell the story, it and is. I've not heard from you in weeks. I know, I actually feel like I haven't researched in so long, and I'm not going to lie to you, it was... I was researching last night. Do you feel happy to be back researching and to be telling the story? I do, because I find it really interesting. It's just finding the time to do it, because I'm such a busy bee. You are very busy. Everyone wants a bit of you. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> So it was my turn to bake this week, and let me tell you, this one is gonna be good. I just know it's gonna taste good. It's sat right next to me, and I cannot wait to dive into it. I've spent the whole day doing this, and I always do wonder how professional bakers have the time to bake as many cakes as they can, because to me, this took me literally about six hours. It took me the whole day to make this cake. Heck, if you were making this cake on Bake Off, I think you'd get two hours tops <laughs> but we do only have one baking tin yeah that's true so that we does double the length of time layers. and it did take like 45 minutes to bake the cakes because i baked it on a lower temperature i don't know why but that's what the recipe told me to do so the recipe recipe <laughs> <laughs> sorry i can't i can never speak on here i get tongue-tied i'm just overwhelmed by my entrance to the podcast earlier <laughs> I also want to apologise for the sound on some of the recent podcasts. We still haven't got the sound right. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's my editing skills. I think it might be my editing that I'm doing too much to the sound, which then detracts from our actual voices. But it's not where I want it to be. If anyone has any suggestions about... I've not actually listened to a lot of the recent podcasts because I don't like to listen listen to them back too much. But you didn't listen to the one you weren't even in. Jack, I'm telling you, I'm a very busy bee. You commute to work yeah and you know what i do on my commute i do some puzzles but then on some of my commutes i study oh okay fair enough whilst listening to cake i'm trying to hold down two jobs here and And do a degree do a degree (laughs) and a podcast (laughs) okay i'll let you off then so yeah i was speaking about the sound quality of the podcast so it just it annoys me sometimes oh yeah you having said that i'm now dreading what you've made me sound like no (laughs) (laughs) an alien like hey i'm (laughs) katie Um, no you sound fine it's just the audio quality but this is the thing I need to get my priorities right because I will happily spend money on commissioning someone to draw a picture of me and my friend (laughs) (laughs) what if she listens (laughs) this was so out of the blue but I won't then spend money on getting either new mics or like soundproofing for the mics for us the thing is my priorities are all over all over the place not necessarily because investing like that that sort of money 
I don't know, we'd have to like ask a professional if there's any professionals out there because I don't want to invest money in better yeah, equipment. Yeah, please do tell. If we don't know that it's going to help. So yeah, <laughs> I paid quite a lot of money this week to commission a picture of me and my friend. Um, yes, that's my priorities for you. Selfish. Yeah. Basically what we're saying, listeners, is that he doesn't care about you. I'm just obsessed with myself that I pay people to draw pictures of me. But one day we will, and I hope you enjoy the podcast, and I hope it sounds good for you, because we do all love you, and thank you all for listening. And I've or one se- of you. <laughs> I've seen, no, no, get it. I've seen on our analytics, analytics, there's quite a lot of listeners in America, so oh, howdy. Hello, America. <laughs> if you ever need anyone to record on location, send us over them flight details, pay us our flights, and we'll come and visit you. Probably not for a little while. No, because of COVID, but I will come along. Um, so yeah, so blabbling on as usual, it was my turn this week to bake the cake and I spent hours doing it today, but it, oh, I cannot wait to dig in. I've been eating bits of it all day as I'm going along. Tasty so good. Katie's time to do the crime. Katie, let's dig in. Mm. Nom, nom, nom. Oh, I need to tell you what it is. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, it's a vanilla cake with white chocolate ganache. And this is the first time I've made white chocolate ganache. I went full out, had the whole day free, so... I was like, why not? And it has fresh strawberries on top with buttercream and jam in the middle. Seeing as it's got strawberries on top, does this count as one of my five a day? Of course. Mmm. Oh my god, that's good. A friend at work told me today that she made a cake with her son over the weekend. And she was saying how good it tasted. And so all day I've been thinking about cake, so it's such a good job we're doing this today. Because I've been thinking about cake. Did she not bring you any in? All time. No, it's a bit rude, isn't it? But am I going to take her any of this? Well, you can do if you want. Probably not. Because we do have cake left over all the time. And it's not doing good things to my waistline. I couldn't care less. But we are about to go into a second lockdown. Obviously, people would have heard this by now. As it is major news. So, hopefully, during the second lockdown, I'll get running again. I have decided to spend the second lockdown with my extended family. So, sadly for Katie, I won't be here. Which means I will be recording Cake and Crime with extra special guests when I eventually get to their house, if they are willing to record with me, which I'm sure they will be. But they are vegans, so we will be eating vegan cake. Oh, interesting. So that's a new one for you listeners. If any yeah, of you, were... you wouldn't have been able to do that with me. No, <laughs> if any of you are vegan, this one's for you. Well, these Not next few one. episodes are going to be you. So yeah, let's see how many episodes we can bash out before we go into lockdown. Probably no more. Probably Mm. I feel lucky though because I can still go to work in lockdown because I work in education. Mm-hmm. So that's a godsend, some routine. What do you think of the cake? I've actually not passed comment on it because I just keep shoveling more into my mouth. It's really good. Good, I'll take that as a good thing. Do you know what? I told you a minute ago I was a bit disappointed that you haven't put the white chocolate ganache in the middle. But I think actually it's a really good thing because it's quite sweet. Very sweet. So if it was in the middle as well, it might be a bit much. It's like, I think it's the perfect balance. I feel like the strawberries add this um, the freshness it needs. Like it takes away from the real sweetness. Because they're a bit, I was going to say citrusy, but strawberries aren't a citrus fruit, are they? No. But it's that like... The freshness. Yeah, and they're not sour strawberries, but it's just that like bit of, I don't something, know what the something. word is. I'm very proud of myself with that. You should be. I feel like it's the best... That's good, that. One of the best cakes I've made. Well, it's the only cake I've made recently. 
because is that the first cake cake that you've made? Oh no, we made a lemon drizzle, didn't you? Yeah, but it's the first cake I've made in a while because the past two times or three times I've done this podcast, I haven't made a single thing. Shocking. But pat on the back for me, Jack. Well done. Right, I'm gonna stop showing food in my face and crack on with the story. Please do. So, we're going to be discussing. I'm gonna call her Eileen. I don't think it's... Come on, Eileen to the Come on, Eileen to Um, It could be Aileen, but I think it's Eileen. Let's go with Eileen. I like yeah. it. Oh, actually, I think... It's about might... like A-I-L-W-N. Is this about a woman who kills? It is about a woman who kills, yeah. Mm-hmm. Funnily enough. Oh, surprise, surprise. Cake and crime. Is she American? Yeah. Yeah, I think I know who she is. I really wanted to do... Um, a female killer, because we've not done one yet, have we? No. So her name's Eileen... Wa- Wa- See, I can't even say her last name either. Warnos? W-U-O-R-N-O-S. Warnos. And I'm just going to call her Eileen. Okay. So, Eileen was born on the 29th of Feb, 1956. First thing I thought, Leap Baby. 29th of Feb. Oh. Well, invest- <laughs> well investigated, Katie, because I wouldn't have thought that, actually. And she was born in Rochester in Michigan. So, so how old is she years. now? Like, 12? Uh, 56. Divided by 4? Oh, you were <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> 13? I'm not doing the maths, can't be bothered. You can do the maths if you want, and then put it in. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> so she had a pretty, like, horrendous childhood. Her father committed suicide whilst he was in prison serving time for child molestation. Her mother then abandoned her and her older brother, Keith, leaving them to be raised by their grandparents. I saw something, like I read, I read like a few different articles on this case, and one of them suggested that they didn't actually realise that their grandparents were their grandparents. I think they knew they were adopted, but they didn't know that their adoptive parents were actually their grandparents. For a really long time. Oh, that's weird. Why wouldn't he tell them? Yeah, I don't know. But it turns out they weren't really that nice either. Um, Mm. Apparently her grandmother was an alcoholic and her grandfather was also really violent. Um, She was sexually abused by her grandfather. And apparently she also had sexual relations with her brother. She dropped out of school at the age of 15 when she became pregnant with her grandfather's baby. 15 she was kicked out of home and then she ended up having to like live in the woods with her baby most of the baby was given up for adoption oh my gosh so as a young adult she survived by hitchhiking and engaging in sex work she did start to get a criminal record for herself so she was arrested in the 70s for assault and disorderly conduct In 1976, she married a wealthy man named Lewis Fell, but he annulled the marriage shortly after because she would go out, go to bars, get into fights, and she actually got arrested again for getting into a fight in a bar. And he annulled the marriage after that. Annulled meaning? Um, It's like divorce, but it's a bit... Like, there's only certain grounds. Divorce is like, oh, we're choosing to split up. Annul is like, 
the marriage it's really hard to explain the marriage like couldn't work because she was a criminal he probably had grounds to annul instead okay of so you have to have to like a valid reason to divorce. annul yeah for instance kind of, if they yeah. murdered someone you can annul them or probably if to be honest i've never been through the process myself luckily neither have i no one's been lucky enough to marry us. That's why Katie. My my best reference for annulment is on Friends, when Ross and Rachel get married and they're drunk in Vegas, right. and then Ross tries to annul the marriage, but then they can't annul. Because he wants she to annul it a murderer. Because, because he's already been divorced twice, <laughs> so he wanted to just annul it so he didn't have to be divorced three times, but they didn't have grounds. Okay, so it has to be a serious matter. I think so. I mean, that's why I'm basing that description on his friends, so... Fair enough. You know. (laughs) So, she's no longer with this guy, but then not long after that, her brother died of esophageal cancer, and she managed to collect $10,000 from his life insurance policy. She used it partly to pay off a fine for a DUI, like driving under the influence, Mm -hmm. and then she used the rest to buy herself a really fancy, nice luxury car, which she then wrote off because she crashed it driving under the influence. <laughs> Ironic. <laughs> is that irony? Well, it's just stupidity. Yeah, <laughs> if it is irony. It's funny. Or if it's not irony, like you say, it's just stupidity. She continued to be involved in criminal activity like theft and was also arrested when she pulled a gun out on a customer a customer of her sex work. Oh, did but, you, have you told me she's a prostitute already? Yes. Are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> I'm too busy looking at that cake you've got left over. You're not eating it, I'm saving it. Yes, she... When she got kicked out of home, she started just hitchhiking and engaging in sex work to just try and make some money. Okay, fair. So she's obviously still doing that, and now she's pulled out a gun on one of her clients so she got arrested again and then she moved in with a housemaid called again i'm going to butcher the name tyria t-y-r-i-a tyria more we might just refer to her as more More. (laughs) i think i'd say tyria tyria yeah Yeah. um and they started a, a romantic relationship and this lady would also become her partner in crime how caring not just a partner in life but partner in crime what more could you want right just there for each other through thick and through thin we can't even get a life partner but we are crime partners technically yes yes we are but we don't commit crime just throwing it out there katie doesn't (laughs) guilty (laughs) oh god Okay, I'm going to tell you about the murders. There's actually not too much detail on the murders. There's definitely a film about this, and I've seen yes, it. Yes, there is. It's got... Um... Charlie Theron. Yeah. Yes. And there's a documentary on it, Netflix about it as well. Called... The the film's called Monster. I've obviously not had time to watch it. Okay. But I think... So, on all the written reports I've seen, there's only like a little bit about each murder. So I think if you want to know more, go and watch the film or... The documentary. Kitty couldn't watch the film last night because you were doing this research whilst we were watching Bridget Jones's diary. Is that correct? That is correct, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I know which one I would rather watch. 
Bridget Jones. Although you love true crime, so. Yeah, I do. Well, we both do, obviously. It's like, what we're here. Yeah, why else are we here, Katie? <laughs> so, anyway, I'm going to I'm forcing you... you to be here. Basically, it's holding me hostage in his bedroom right now. Yeah. Send help. <laughs> um, so, I'm going to tell you, like, the brief details on each murder. But if you want to know more, go find the film. So, she did tell conflicting stories about the murders. Sometimes she claimed that she was a victim of rape or they, they'd attempted to rape her and so she killed them in self-defence. Other times she would admit that she was trying to rob them. It kind of depended on who she was talking to and the story did change a little bit. But I'm inclined to believe that she was trying to rob them and their sexual assault came as an excuse. Mm-hmm. So in 1989... A shop owner called Richard Mallory was found dead several miles from his abandoned car and he had been shot multiple times in the chest. On June the 1st of the same year, the nude body of construction worker David Spears was found dead. He had been shot six times in the torso. Only a few days later, the body of Charles Cascadon... Hope I said that right. Was discovered. He had been shot nine times in the chest and stomach. The next was a salesman called Troy Burris. I don't know why they've all got such hard names. I don't know if I'm saying any of these right. He was found dead on the 4th of August 1990. He was found less than a week after being reported missing, although the body was already fairly decomposed. The coroner was still able to determine that he had been shot twice in the torso. Next was a retired Air Force major, police chief and Florida child abuse investigator Dick Humphreys and he was found dead on September the 12th, 1990. He was fully clothed and had multiple gunshot wounds to his torso and his head. The partially disrobed body of a man called Walter Antonio was found on November the 19th, 1990. He had been shot four times in the back of the head. And also back in June of 1990, the car of a man called Peter Symes, Seems had been found with witnesses describing seeing two women near the car. His body was actually never found. But Eileen's fingerprints were later recovered from the car and from several of his personal effects that had turned up in local pawn shops. Uh, oh. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> my mind wondered. <laughs> I just That's got... P-A-W-N for anyone wondering. Not the alternative type of porn. <laughs> You're so funny. So how many people is this so dead now? So that in total was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Wow. In the seven space of how long? In within a year. Oh. They don't mess around, do they? No, she literally was like just knocking them off left, right and centre. She probably kills people the same amount of times as I go on a jog per year. She certainly has killed more people... Then I've gone on a jog <laughs> in the last 25 years of my life. <laughs> Eileen ended up getting picked up by the police on a warrant after she had a fight in a biker bar. 
So she was actually picked up for a different offence. And then, obviously, matched her fingerprints to various things and whatnot. By this time, Moore had actually left her, but she was picked up the next day as well. It didn't take long for Moore to flip on Eileen. In the days immediately following her arrest, Moore was staying at a motel that the police had rented for her near the station. From there, she made calls to Eileen in an attempt to elicit a confession that could be used against her. So she's basically trying to clear herself by getting Eileen to confess on the phone. In these calls, she would basically pretend to be really frightened that the police would pin all the blame on her, and she'd beg Eileen to go over the story again and again, step by step, so that they could get their story straight. After four days of repeated phone calls, Eileen confessed to several of the murders, but insisted over the phone that the killings Moore hadn't known about were all attempted rapes. So it sounds like she didn't do, they didn't do all of them together. Only some of them, but the extra ones... She said they were trying to rape her? Yes. Do you think she knew that the police were bugging the calls? No. For her to say she was going to get raped? No. Okay. I don't think so. Because otherwise she wouldn't have confessed to... The actual murders. Yeah, True. I don't think so. But the authorities now had what they needed to arrest her for murder. Well, that was easy. Yeah. <laughs> I told you it was going to be a short, sweet one today. I'm going to tell you more. That's not like... (laughs) As a... Okay. Time to go to bed. Let's put my face mask on and go to sleep. I'm going to tell you more about the trial and stuff. There just wasn't... I thought there would be more detail on the murders, but I think probably because obviously no one else was there and she keeps changing her story. Maybe there isn't solid detail. Yeah. If you want more, everyone, watch the film. Yeah. (laughs) Get that Netflix account. so good today. (laughs) If you don't have a Netflix account... Use your ex-boyfriend's account. <laughs> because I'm logged onto my ex-boyfriend's Amazon Prime. Well, you know, you've got to have some perks. Yeah, they've got to be worth something. Exactly. I'm sure Eileen would have done the same. She probably would have killed them first. Then used their Netflix yeah. account. So she spent all of 1991 in prison waiting for her trials to start. Moore was fully cooperating with prosecutors in exchange for full immunity. Which seems bananas that just because she was cooperating, she basically didn't get charged. Get away with murder. Quite literally, yeah. yes. I'm not I'm not 100% sure on her actual involvement, whether she actually shot the gun, for example, but still. As she sat in confinement, Eileen gradually came to believe that her food was being spat in or otherwise contaminated with bodily fluids. She repeatedly went on hunger strikes as she refused to eat meals prepared by the people that worked in the kitchen. So she went on trial for the murder of Richard Mallory on January the 16th, 1992, and was convicted two weeks later. So that trial didn't go on for very long. She was sentenced to death. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it just took a very dramatic time. Yeah, very dramatic. Now you have my attention. <laughs> Around a month after, she pleaded no contest to three more murders for which the sentences were also death so she's now got four death sentences in june 1992 eileen pled guilty to the murder of charles Cascaden and was given yet another death sentence in november for the crime so now she's at five 
as we know, the gears of death turn slowly in America. Mm-hmm. So people sit on death, death row. Death row for a very long time. Unless you meet someone like Eileen and then you die the same night. I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> yes, we'll do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, ten years after being sentenced for the first time, she was still sitting on death row. She'd been diagnosed as a psychopath with a borderline personality disorder. This was ruled not strictly relevant to her crimes, but it did present the bedrock instability that Eileen just went around the bend being in prison cell. In 2001, she directly petitioned the court to ask for her sentence to be hurried along. So basically her lawyers are kind of semi-pleading insanity and she basically fired them and said that she was going to be her own lawyer. Because mm-hmm. you know how when they sit on death row, they just appeal and appeal and yeah. appeal and appeal. So she said she was, like, getting rid of all appeals. She just wanted to die. Mm-hmm. Which is fair, because imagine just being sat there waiting to die. I'm surprised a lot of people just don't try and commit suicide. I think quite a few people probably do. But she basically told the court, she confessed again to the court, and said, I killed those men, robbed them cold as ice, and I'd do it again too. There's no chance in keeping me alive or anything because I'd kill again. I have hate crawling through my system. I'm so sick of hearing this she's crazy stuff. I've been evaluated so many times. I'm competent, sane, and I'm trying to tell the truth. I'm the one who seriously hates human life and would kill again. My gosh. So she basically is like, just kill me now. Yeah, kill me now. So finally, on the 9th of October 2002, so the following year, she got her wish and was put to death by lethal injection at 9.47pm. She actually declined the traditional last meal, which apparently is anything you want for under $20. Under $20? I thought it was anything anything you want. I didn't realise there was like a price limit on it. Because you can't get very much for $20, not, not even in 2002, because I knew Better about... Better get a Domino's, large Domino's pizza for that. Right, especially with the extra large div, because <laughs> they have up their prices, times are hard. I knew the, I knew about this like last meal, whatever, Yeah. because I've seen like people eat good stuff. Same. But for $20, that is not enough. Maybe it's higher now. Oh, well, I say hopefully, when but... Was it? It's 2002, it wasn't that long. I can't say hopefully, because these people clearly deserve to die mm, I don't know if I'm for or against a death penalty so I don't know how to yeah, address so, it. me too it's a really tricky one um, it? what do you think why do you think they get their last meal is it like a religious kind of thing do you know what I mean like, like the last Jesus. supper yeah <laughs> I don't know I but I why. never knew there was a spending limit although that makes sense because otherwise some of them would literally spend probably like yeah. £20,000 or something ridiculous I'll have a caviar <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, she had a cup of coffee. Oh. <laughs> People would be more than happy with that. A cup of coffee and a fag. I mean, to be honest, it's not going to count for much longer. Exactly. But that's the end of my short but sweet story. No, I feel like you've just given me enough information to know about Eileen and know that she was, as it seems, well, she was diagnosed as being... Yeah, a psychopath and borderline personality disorder. But then she said she wasn't that, so what would you believe? I mean, you can still be, like, lucid. 
Like, you could be those things, but be perfectly aware of your actions. Yeah, and that's what I feel like she is. Because she's obviously very famous, because I've seen quite a lot of stuff about her. I've not watched that many stuff, but I always see it around places. Yeah. Like, for instance, that film, and I've seen her documentary on Netflix as well. I guess it's probably because she's a female killer, and there's not yeah. very many female killers. Hard... So, I really wanted to do a female murderer today mm-hmm. because i thought that'd be something different because yeah. we looked at male victims didn't we yeah but we haven't done female murderer yeah so i was looking at that so i was on wikipedia shamelessly we shouldn't really go on wikipedia because everyone uses wikipedia dodgy. everyone um and i wasn't on there researching the crime i was just looking for a crime to research and i went on and it was like a list of American female serial killers. And the list, to be honest, is not that long. And nearly every single one of them fell into one of two categories. They either murdered their family. Right. Or they murdered... They were in a position of care, like nurses and things like that, and killed patients. Okay. So they all fell into, like, one or two of the categories. She was, like, one of the only ones... That killed... Strangers. Strangers, yeah. In some... Somewhat seemingly randomly. Interesting. I wonder why that is with females and males. Why is it males are more likely to be serial killers and kill people? Yeah, I Do you think it's because like, they're more driven by sex and things? Uh, because people... More like hot-headed, more spontaneous. Yeah, I feel like some women are always like, oh, men are driven by their penises and don't think they think with their penis do you know what yeah, i mean because i think but this kind of goes to prove something along the, those lines i mean a lot of them do 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 calculated murders but with the women where it's like their family or people they're caring for like patients in a hospital if they're a nurse or things like that that it's just more calculated it's more strategic yeah it feels i mean i guess like family is possibly impulsive if they're kind of under threat or but i think the family one is probably from more of an emotional side yeah exactly and i mean to be honest i didn't research any of them i picked her um also a lot of them are quite old and you know i don't like the old one well uh, old people or old crimes old crimes okay i mean some of them were dating back to like the 1800s oh no and like, that's probably one of the more recent ones. That I mean, we're, we're looking at, like, yeah, 90s, early noughties by the time she died. Yeah, it was, it was interesting to me that they mostly did fall into those kind of two categories. Mm. Whereas, if you're looking for a male serial killer, I mean, List the is options, endless. Yeah, the options are endless. I found wow. it harder to find to find a female one than I thought I would. Really? That's Not that it's hard to... Like, they obviously do exist. There's one... There's, there's one from the UK called Joanna Dennehy, I think. Did you... Sh- obviously, well, obviously she didn't come up because you're looking at Americans. Because I wasn't the American I think it was Joanna Dennehy and she just went on a rampage one day. Oh, is she the, the one with, like, the... She had a picture with, like, a samurai sword. The knife. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen documentaries on her before. Maybe we should talk about that one day. I also want to talk about... Because we always do about murders. I want to, and I've tried to research one, and I just can't. It's so sometimes I find it hard to find this particular one. But survivors, so people who have gone through like really bad oh, crimes, like attempted murder. yeah, and like 
just defy the odds and survive rather than always be Oh, I remember you telling me about one. Because I've listened to one. Yeah. About, like, defying the odds. That is crazy. Like, that's crazy, that one. But, yeah, let's see what happens. I think I do have one planned for next time, but I'm not sure if we're going to record it in time before this new lockdown comes in, so I don't know if I'm going to be here or if I'm going to be with my extended famalam so who knows we'll see you soon so thank you so much for that story katie katie this might be the last time for a while (laughs) (laughs) she's probably glad about it because i just go on i know we'll have to probably like keep making my own cakes though because i'll (laughs) feel sad about not having cake but make sure you do tune in katie whenever a new episode is released and it will not be the same without you i'm sure our listeners think the same thing if you don't just pretend (laughs) (laughs) so katie thank you for that amazing story and it's goodbye from me for now so long farewell happy to say goodbye (laughs) adieu adieu (laughs) to you and you and you goodbye can we just address that jack's never seen that film yeah never and on that note ciao for now ciao for now